Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel. A place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to Mr. Ouroboros and Mr. Paradox. My name's Ashley Hobley and joining me today, Ultimate Kieran Marchant. Where did you pull those from? Like, like just from... So they're, the... they're, they're our TVA employees. Ah, uh, TVA, right. I was thinking, you know, I said that when I was watching like you today, I was wondering where you were pulling characters from for this one considering you know the Loki isn't really a series but TVA is well established everywhere else so that's fair enough yes also joining us the Astonishing Dove Light I too like shows about time travel (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh yeah so it's been a while a few weeks since we did uh Falcon it's been a while it's literally been a couple of weeks these shows come out every fucking month feels like well when we've been when we've been recording at least one of these a week like prior to prior to prior to um, this prior to what uh WandaVision we were what a year without anything or maybe even 18 months that's true I think it was because Spider-Man was the last thing we really had so now Marvel's all up in everybody's faces. Marvel's just vomiting out stuff now. Like, it's just had a bad Friday night drinking, and now it's just, it's just expunging. Just releasing everything. Yeah, it's really I think it looks. I, I enjoy them a lot more than what you're describing. Do you, <laughs> no, no, no. You prefer it over the vomit? Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's a quick one, it's all right. Sometimes it's refreshing, you know. <laughs> Today we're talking about the first episode of Loki: Glorious Purpose, directed by Kate Heron. Written by Michael Waldron, after picking up the Tesseract in Avengers Endgame, Loki finds himself called before the Time Variance Authority, or TVA, a Casper-esque bureaucratic or- organization that exists outside of time and space. Uh, Kieran, what did you think of the first episode of Loki? Man, I was down for this. As soon as, you know, I've, I don't think I've rewatched the most recent trailer in a couple of weeks now, and I was excited when that was first dropped. Um, but... Man, this this has some vibes. This I was I was sitting there watching, and just the aesthetic that this the aesthetic actually gives me um, control vibes for the recent game Control, like in terms of how um, the bureau and everything is set up internally. Just by even though that game is a very kind of late eighties aesthetic, it was more just the the color palettes of the rooms, the kind of you don't really know what's going on here um, stuff. It, it was interesting. I thought. I was I was wondering how they get to if they got to the uh, TVA quickly or if they just let Loki roam around a bit a little bit more, um, but we see kind of Loki immediately come in. Um, I think they love that they immediately kind of put the nail in the coffin of anybody being like, "Why isn't the TVA involved with the Avengers when they go back in time and change everything?" And it's like they instantly kind of um, put put the nail in that coffin for anybody wanting to make the game where like, that was intended, that's what was supposed to happen. Um, which is kind of odd in the grand scheme of things. Um, I think it's a very meta show in terms of its general dialogue about story, in terms of we're watching fictional characters and we're t- and these fictional characters are now being told, hey, you're not. Like, you, you have a fixed timeline in many ways and them dealing with that. Um, I hadn't really until maybe I saw it yesterday or early this morning that this was set directly after the Battle of New York, and what I hadn't processed was what that means for Loki as a character, because it goes back to a very different version of Loki that we most presently know, because that Loki had been through so much more leading up to um his final moments in Infinity War, 
So it's interesting to go back and now to see how that character quickly being shown everything that would happen to him going forward and giving him the direct um, information that his information he gives to the Dark Elves would lead to his mother's death and seeing how he processed that. I think this show is not only intriguing in terms of narrative intrigue of what who's he chasing after what does he mean as another loki um how does how does this this story unfold but also very complex in terms of character narratives of making kind of breaking down loki as a character a lot more i think it's really interesting as soon as i really love the scene between um loki and owen wilson to kind of peel back and break down that even though at this point in time i think many of us would have said loki's a bad guy peeling back that kind of bad guy even though we know after this point he changes but peeling back everything and showing um loki in a different light and showing him what kind of a character and he is and how many of the comments that loki lashes out with are actually things that could be reused about himself and are actual self-critiques in many ways that is is very surprising and i think hiddleston's performance in the episode was great um i even love the section with the like going back to him um in the plane and i think that's very interesting considering throughout the thor storyline we haven't really seen much of the asgardians prior to thor dabbling in the human realm and what they did there and stuff like that and going there it didn't uh, the first thor film didn't almost almost made it seem like they didn't go to the realm very often anymore um so it was really nice to see that and i hope we get to see more of that going forward for loki cool uh, Dylan, what do you think of the first episode? Um, it's really good. It was a heavy. It was a heavy, I guess, compared to One Division. Um, the show sort of just throws you straight into the deep end of things, which is a different change of pace, I guess. Like they didn't really mess around. You know, you get to that cartoon video where they're like timekeepers, TVA. You know, like they're just sort of like. Here's all these things. They didn't really spend a couple episodes giving all the information. They just dropped it all in your face and kind of got it out of the way. And then for the rest of the episode is just this. I guess it's like the episode is to get everyone, the viewers, back on board with Loki as a character and make him not redeemable because they was already doing that prior to his death, obviously. And they, they he was supposed to be redeemed prior to his death, and that was kind of the whole thing. Yeah, but thing, that was guess, a different Loki. Yes. Um, but I guess that this episode has to make this new version redeemable so that the rest of the show makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, when the show when the show started and it starts in Avengers or whatever, yeah, I, I was straight away, my mind was just going, wait, yeah. Like, it's not like I didn't already know. It's just like your brain's processing it there and then where you're like, oh, this is the old Loki, so it'll be really weird if he's acting like the Loki we was used to, you know, like, which he wasn't for the most part. The start of the episode, he was real cocky and doing this whole, I'm going to rule the world, bullshit, 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 bullshit. But I think given that the majority of the episode is basically just two people talking in a room <laughs> for for the most part, uh, when they get to the the payoff, if you want to call it, which is, Loki uh, being able to view his future and um, have that really sad scene where he's he's watching everything become and then when Owen Wilson what's his name that character's name um, Mobius uh, Mobius, Mobius Mob- I want to say yeah yeah that's Isn't it, it. Mobius it's e like Mobius? 
No, it's M. Because it, it's, it's, okay. it's, yeah, it's M, M, M. I couldn't remember what the, the actual name was there. Um, when he comes back in and, you know, Loki just straight up owns up and says that, you know, he doesn't actually enjoy killing people. It's just all just knacked, all this sort of stuff. I feel like by that point, they've definitely brought you, brought you on board the, the, the redeemable bad guy story or whatever you want to call it. Plus, continuing in the train of these Marvel shows, it's just really another show about someone drilling, dealing with his trauma. So there we go. There's the <laughs> the tick. It's it's three but to three so far, at everyone. Least they didn't, <laughs> I, I very much feel like this is a different Loki rather than them kind of finding a way to link it back to the Loki at the start of Infinity War, which I was a bit worried about them doing. Like, I do feel like there is definite uh, differences in the characters in terms of um, how Loki is handling things because this is a character handling a lot of trauma very quickly rather than kind of the years and years of stuff that Loki went through in his intended lifetime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the episode as well. Obviously, a lot of setup and like... A lot of information dumped at you in this first episode, like uh, a lot of information about the TVA and uh, gives you a quick lot of recapping as well. I feel like if you hadn't watched anything, like if you hadn't watched Avengers or any of the Thor movies since, you would still get a good idea of Loki and uh, his story. Um, There are a few other nip. The funny moments that came up to me, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm interested to see, obviously, the, the big mystery, I guess, is who this other variant is, time variant. Is it actually another Loki? If so, how did that happen? Um, or is it just an effect of them teaming up here? Um, I did, for- Owen Wilson, really good. Like, didn't expect him, you know. I, I can't remember the last Owen Wilson movie I've watched, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> you know? His, his uh, nose got uh, worse, like, just as a general <laughs> thing. Like, like not, it, like, that's not a, not, a, not a, like, I don't know, it was never... A, maybe they made it look broken. worse, because like, it's... Maybe they made it, yeah, that's, that's like... And I feel like it's, yeah, it's just, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with Owen. I've watched, I mean, I watch Owen Wilson every time a new Wes Anderson film comes out, and they're yeah. always good, so, I mean, that's a look. Like, I don't remember the last uh, straight-up comedy thing of his I've watched, but I've watched... He's in every Wes Anderson movie every couple of years, so... Yeah, the last one might be Grand Budapest. Yeah, he's great in that, so... I don't think he's... I, I don't think he fits into the category of, like, an Adam Sandler or something. No, like no, that. no, I don't think it's his... I don't think he's got, like, any massive, like, dramatic roles, but uh, I don't think he's... I don't as, know, what was that dog slapstick. movie? Because I fucking cried, my, I cried my heart off. No, no, yeah, bloody... Not, no, did you fuck just, off, Marmaduke! No, I'm looking... Did you, say, oh. did you just say Marmaduke? He did voice Marmaduke in the Marmaduke movie. So, but, but, I'm looking... If I said I was crying in a dog movie, do you think I'm talking about motherfucking Marmaduke? When, like, don't... Isn't just crying in a dog movie instantly take everybody to Marley and me? Because... That shit's traumatic for anybody who loves animals and shit, or probably anybody at all, because... <sighs> Mama Duke. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, yes, Owen Wilson. I, I, yeah, I rate him as actor. I thought he was quite good in this. Yeah, he was really Looks good. good. I, li- I like the grey hair and everything, mustache. Yeah, I, I rate playing it like a little. weird time detective kind of guy, you know? Yeah, I like it. Leader of the squad, you know? 
goes back to sometime in it was France, right? That they were in the the yeah. crime scene. Was, mm-hmm. Yep, little girl, she's chewing chew- bubble gum. Apparently, I like I like some of the little de- details. By the way, for for a start in that scene when he he starts speaking French, um, it was sure. yeah, it is hundred percent yeah. Sure. We, we presume we're ninety nine percent sure it's French. When he starts seeing it, like you, uh, the other dudes, like I know all the languages in the timeline. I was like, oh, I like that as a you know because you're used to hearing people say, I know all the languages. I like, if someone talks about languages, I was like. I know the languages in the world or whatever, but then you hear, I know what the languages in the timeline, which like, implies all, all languages ever. <laughs> yeah, like all languages on Earth, all languages on Earth, other planets that have multiple multiple languages. Yeah, part, yeah, it's, yeah. It just sounded kind of cool as a little, little line. I thought I know what the languages in the timeline. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, Satan is the person behind everything. Well, so. <laughs> So here's if you want to go down that train, like who's the the person? Um, he says it's Loki. Um, it's either Loki or it's Mephisto. Now the only thing about the, the if you go down the Mephisto, not this again. Path, you tried this Mephisto. Path. Yeah, I know, but I, we, I just want to get it out of the way. I just, I just want to get this out of the way, right? So that stone, uh, the glass panel, it does look like Mephisto. Like the devil, obviously, mm. looks more like Mephisto than Loki, in my opinion. Um, they've said previously Mephisto, and by that I mean Marvel, who are people doing the show, whatever. They've said yeah. previously Mephisto isn't in this. Um, and we all got fooled into thinking Mephisto is going to show up in WandaVision. However, I'm just going to say that at some stage we're going to be watching something, be it this show, be it Doctor Strange, be it Spider-Man. whatever in the future, <laughs> and they're going to tell us that Mephisto isn't in it and he's, he's going to be, be in it. it. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to always say he's not in it and eventually he'll be be a be a thing so but if it i wouldn't put it past it just to be loki i mean we've seen in the trailer they've got um like female loki or what you know like quote unquote female loki or whatever um so that's who i guess the bad person could be a bunch of fuck boys a bunch of fuck boys got angry because a couple days ago they confirmed that um loki's gender in the mcu is the same as it is gender fluid the same as it is in the, the comic books and a bunch of people spat it and said it was woke and all this stuff i'm like just you Shut all act like you're it. the biggest you like you act like the biggest like nerd like we're the proper fans of this and you're ruining it it's like what are you talking about like that's literally <laughs> how it is in the comic book what the f- anyway that's a whole yeah. thing that uh, it's just like like idiots several decades ago <laughs> yeah like it's not even a new thing like you can't even be like oh they must have changed it recently it's like no that's not a thing so yeah it could be um a female Loki, I guess, which would be cool. Interesting. Um, it, it could be there's multiple Lokis in this series. and Because we've seen a, fam- a female Loki in the trailer, or what we presume is a female Loki, because it looked like a, a, a person looked to be wearing a Loki like costume the trailer, in the trailer. So. Okay, so I've, yeah. Um, I've se- that is in the trailer, whether or not. But then I'm like, there could be multiple Lokis throughout this show. Um, for all we know, they could do that, where there's like, they bump well, that could just ones. be. Tom Hiddleston, no, because Tom Hiddleston to be, was standing. No, because no, like he was standing, doing like an illusionary thing. Yeah, he could be. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Either way, I'm going to say that the villain is either just straight up Loki, like they're saying, or it's Mephisto and they're fucking liars, or it's actually Loki. And then in the final episode, they reveal it's Mephisto pretending to be Loki, and that's a real fucking. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston <laughs> plays Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, they, I would, just for this. they would just use Mephisto here rather than 
yeah, one division yeah. where he's actually had more reason to be you, in it. You can, as long as they don't end the storyline in this. I guess the thing that made me think about it was just instantly, oh, Loki must have been wearing his helmet while when that child saw him. Sorry, the kid just saw horns and was like, it must be mm. that thing. Yeah, well, I, could, that's, that could be yeah. the simplest answer. Like, yeah, that, that's, that just yeah. seems to be, that. that's what I presumed with it. Um, did anybody, how does people, it was very interesting how they de-escalated the power of the Infinity Stones in this episode. In terms did of they de-escalate the power of the Infinity Stones, or did they escalate the power of the, the TV time? And the yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's just a very interesting... Like, there's two ways to look at this. <laughs> there is, there is. And I just thought it was very interesting that, that very quickly after the whole Infinity Stone saga, they've instantly found a way to kind of makes it so they're not as important as they were anymore in terms of for at least for loki standing to say oh we've got heaps of them lying around it's just very uh, interesting <laughs> that such things can can be i like the idea that as soon as steve rogers like time traveled for the first time the tva came in and confiscated all the G- infinity stones it's like do you oh, think i got nothing else to do i might as well just go well do you mean check out what peggy's just, doing did they just go around replacing them maybe because that's what it seemed to be. It's like, like oh, we got did. a couple of spares. Keep losing them. <laughs> like, like, they just keep replacing it or fixing the time stream. And that's why Loki is currently in his position, because he's out of time, because his time stream was reset or um, changed back into the, the main one. Um, it's interesting. I think this definitely would have ramifications then for the potential Steve Rogers series that we're all hoping for, with Steve going and putting everything right, but... Don't want no, it. I don't think anybody's yeah. hoping for that. Just the most hardcore of hardcore fans. Okay, I'm, I'm hoping for it. Sorry. I don't care. I don't want that. <laughs> I, hope, I hope he's done. Um, I have. A, I do have a tinfoil hat theory that I should chuck out. Yes. Now. First right. episode okay. of, of Loki, right? So we know Doctor Strange and multi, multi, what's it called? Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse, Multiverse of important Madness. Important word. Yeah. Okay. So let's, let's break this down because there's lots of important things in this episode that that will affect that movie, right? So in this episode, we learn through that animated video that the multiverse is not a thing. Um, it's very much implied that there should be one timeline. There's a one good timeline. The the time... I keep going to say time lords. The timekeepers <laughs> fought to keep... Well, the time lords fight to keep time in place too. It's fine. Uh, the, t- the timekeepers, they, they, they fought this war to, to keep the timeline... Secret to, wars. To, to get the secret, secret wars. War, yeah. The secret war. They do it, the fight. Now, we've got one timeline. There should only ever be one timeline, and that's the way it should be. All right? So, there's important piece of information. There's currently one solid timeline. We know in twenty twenty. It's next year, right? That movie's supposed yes. to come out. They're filming it right yeah. now. So we know next year they're releasing a movie in which the title straight away says there is a multiverse. Currently, in the MCU, as implied by this episode, there is not a multiverse, or there should not be No, a I disagree with that. I think each multiverse has its own timeline. And the TVA is only concerned about their own timeline. Because their Which belief would... about it is flawed in that terms, in that term of things. I feel like now is a good time to also point out, writer of this episode, Michael Waldron, also showrunner of this, the uh, of Loki, is writing is writing Doctor, Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah, 
that's cool. So, well, my my theory is this: this show ha- sets up or has the implosion of the multiverse. Yes, Loki fucks and things up so much. Lo- yeah, I was about to say Loki is <laughs> the one that fucks shit up. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that. it. That's, that's actually kind of funny yeah. if like just all fuck ups in the MCU somehow lead back to Loki all the time because they generally yeah. do. Anything honestly. unexplained in history, Loki. Hmm. I'm only saying this because in One Division we kept being like multiverse is real, multiverse is real. Because you just expected in in the most in most sci-fi universes, it's just expected there's a multiverse. This show, at least for me, the way I I took watching it, they're going there is currently not a multiverse because we fight to make sure there isn't one. We fight to make sure that there is only one timeline. So with that information of this episode, my head, my current thinking is by the end of these six episodes, there will be a multiverse. There is currently not one. There will be one. That's where that's where well, I'm at. Yeah, I don't think they currently believe there is only one multiverse. They'll be disproved yeah. by the end of the series. Yeah, okay, you think by the end of the series they'll do that? Like, because that by I, the end I of the series they will confirm there is a multiverse. Okay, yeah. So they yeah. might not create the multiverse; it might already exist. They would yes, just and they just realize, realize that the, the timekeepers okay. are a bunch of weirdos <laughs> in a room. Uh, other interesting talking points, you know, um. Freya, she's done more in death than she ever did when she was living. <laughs> Which is really sad for everything going back to Freya, considering how misused she was used while she was alive as a character. Yeah. yeah. Also, shout out to Ashley Johnson. Yeah, Ashley <laughs> Johnson made that really prominent. Like, yeah, that was like a held picture image there. It was like, Sorry. yeah, sure, okay. That's shout out uh, Critical Role finished season campaign two. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. So shout out to that. Uh, and then they prominently bring up the name Phil Coulson. You know, and I'm you, sure you, there is a take somewhere. They, do, they never make. They make sure they make sure to say he dead. Agents of Shield not canon because no. <laughs> no there's a there's enough there's an alternate take in which he goes. Oh, you know he he survived. It's just crazy. Craziest thing. <laughs> no, because don't you think... I think if if the... If Coulson was alive in canon, I think I, I think Mobius would have brought that up to Loki. Because I think in the lines, there was the Not perfect yet. moment to fit it in. No, because he was interrogating him to find out whether he enjoyed killing or not. So it didn't make sense for no. him to go, oh, by I, the way, I, the guy that you killed didn't really die, so it doesn't really I'm matter. I'm saying if Marvel wanted to confirm, because people Bill always Coulson ask if that confirmed show episode six. Yeah. No, if people always ask if that show counts or not, and it's part of the MCU, and I feel like if they wanted a quick, easy way to confirm for fans if it was or not, they could have very quickly done it right there and then, and they chose not to. So I'm saying that that to, yeah, that to that, me is that. them saying that show doesn't count. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the <laughs> same page as Dill there. I think no. if it, they could have come back, right guys, there, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I, they they did this whole they they did that thing where they were like sort of giving people a lot more free reign, you know, the Netflix shows and all this sort of stuff. And now it, they're very much like, nah. From now on, it's only the whatever only, we the get only to. point that the Agents of Shield was actually involved in the MCU was when it was at its height of its popularity. When Winter, uh, Winter Soldier happened and mm-hmm. it affected the show because that changed everything else. Fucking, it boggles my mind that Terrigan Gas is such a big thing in that show 
and it's like and like it no because Terrigan Gas is in that show but is not mentioned ever in the MCU then not that show because the Inhumans failed if the if you if the Inhumans had been a big success everything would be different no but it was a terrible show that got cancelled within four episodes uh anything else you guys want to discuss this episode music was great yeah pretty solid Intro music was great, outro music was great, score was great. Yep, that was another... Yeah, interesting, it was like, what, 15 minutes in before the intro hit, I want to say? Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a... No, that's not going to be a common thing, yeah. You had a a Good comedic moment, and then hit the intro. Yeah. Um, The whole... The thing... I guess the other thing I'll say is that I really, we have three of these shows now and I feel like none of them feel at all the same, which is mm. good, you right. know? Like, WandaVision was its very much its own thing and I love that. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier was more in line with a typical Marvel thing. As far as these three, show, three shows are concerned, I, f- I feel like that's the one most like a typical Marvel thing. Um, and then this one so far feels like a weird sci-fi yeah. show. Like, so, yeah. or like just like if they all feel connected to MCU because of course they've got the characters and that sort of stuff however they all feel very very different at the same time which is which is good for everything going forward especially if they all succeed on their own merits and you know some people like more than others that's fine of course but if they all succeed and none of them bomb then that just tells Marvel you know you can you can experiment you can do different types of genres and all that sort of stuff so do yeah, you like. guys believe that there'll be any Fantastic Four references in this? Well, show? I reckon Professor X is going to show up next episode. To be honest, so you think and Professor reckon... X? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Professor X. Okay. No. What the fuck? Dark Phoenix is going to come out of nowhere and. You know, oh, we're just going to do the Dark Phoenix saga again. Let's inside go. Loki. Third times, yeah. third times the channel. Third times the channel. Could could there be a Fantastic Four reference in this show? Sure. Yes. I think. Will I think there likely be? No. no, fair enough. Fair enough. It's no. just Mobius is like his most known work is in Fantastic, Fantastic Four, Four, yeah. Which is yeah. the only thing I was hoping for. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said. That's why I'll say yes, but also no, no. Don't don't think. So. I think I'd be interested to see if they discuss the idea of free will, and because obviously all well, the all they, your actions are pre were. kind of ordained. Yeah. Kind of or allowed by the time. I think they keepers. disprove that. I think they disprove that by the end of the show. Oh, here's my other Tim Fall theory. You just reminded me of other Tim Fall theory was right. So this whole they do a lot of these talking in this episode. Free will, all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, no, I'm gonna make my own decisions. All this sort of stuff. But then of course he watches the video. He sees at the end that his life he gets killed by Thanos. Rip, you know, like, and now he wants to turn over a new leaf or do something else or whatever else. But straight away. It brings up a lot, uh, straight away I'm thinking, but what if all this bullshit about you broke time and this isn't part of what's supposed to be happening, what if it is supposed to be happening? What if everything that's happening right now, them lying to him, them saying that you, you, you've broke the time, them arresting him, that's actually what the time keepers want to happen and that's what is actually supposed to happen to this Loki. Thing what is, if I don't think they're... just like what? You can just say <laughs> listen, you can just lying. say that and say that every action that's currently happened is meant to have happened and was <laughs> destined to happen. 
<laughs> what I, a think, twist. I think we're twisty. <laughs> I would say the characters we've seen. I don't think any of them are lying. I think they are. I would say Owen Wilson is a lying motherfucker. I think he's hiding I stuff. Him. I don't think he's lying. Uh, yeah, I don't trust him. I don't trust him. Ooh, wow. Interesting. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought it was interesting how they discussed that Loki's purpose was purely to bring out the best in other people. That, that's pretty I think cold. It's, um, I thought the, the most interesting thing, and I don't know why, it was just not something that crossed my mind in, in thoughts of a thought process for Loki, him finding out that he was never supposed to win mm. and that he's only supposed to lose. Like, for that character that is brimming with that kind of for self-confidence of um, believing he should rule, of them him blaming the Avengers and saying it's because they were stop it, trying to stop him from uh, achieving his godhood. Yeah. <laughs> like, like him taking... That's that's such a, a, a really interesting kind of line of thought for a character of kind of him having to accept that for his life or his intended life cycle... He was just supposed to be there to lose for other people's games. It's mm. interesting. Also, a shout out to Pillboy. Shows up with Casey. Uh, the, the stone desk keeper intern guy. I'm just going to call out Pillboy every single time he's in something from now on. It's, it's a thing. Or dip. <laughs> this is the second Disney show he's been on. He was in The Mandalorian as well. So. Uh, yeah. Alright, uh, let us know what you thought of this week's episode of Loki by going to explosion.com slash Twitter. You can find all of our Twitter handles over there, or you can jump to our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord. If you want to help us out, leave us a review, either on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser, or on Twitter. I guess you can just leave a review over there. Uh, and if you liked this episode and thought it was worth the dollar, head on over to our coffee page, explosion.com slash support and buy us a coffee. Every little bit helps. Uh, so make sure you watch next week's episode of Loki and join us next time for another all new Marvel cast. Mm-hmm.